As folks are still gathering back in, we'll give a few announcements. I think they're up on the screen, too. <clears throat> what a blessing, history in the baking. Last night, our TCC play, Christmas play. Yesterday. Or what did I say? Or yesterday afternoon. Yeah, what a special time that was. Um, all, the, all the cast and crew, thank you so much. Uh, it was just a real blessing is what I would say. And we are having one more performance of that this afternoon at 2 o'clock. And we, well, I guess, what do we say about it? It's sold out, but... Just if, talk to Sarah Airholtz. Talk to Sarah. She was to get here yesterday. She said, have them talk to Sarah after Yeah, this. because some probably can't make it. And so if you, you know, didn't get a reserve a ticket, very possibly we can still get you in there, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we're saying. So. And I just want to insert to all of you women that baked cookies um, for the intermission time, I a lot of cookies, and we ate a lot of cookies already yesterday. <laughs> some more at coffee time, some more at coffee time afterwards, and then again today during play intermission, but your baking made a difference for this weekend, so thank you. Yes, very much. And so there will be fellowship time after the service today with goodies and coffee and such. Uh, Wednesday, we do have our 10 a.m. touch point that's online. Um, we call it our touch point in teaching. So we share what's going on, but then also we have a teaching from the Word live stream on our Facebook page. And later it's put on the YouTube as well. Youth group at 6 o'clock Wednesday night, Thursday night, a Zoom Bible study with Pastor Dean. Um, and then forgiving, and this particularly would be for those online, you can give um, to 10 Strike, you can send a mail, and by mail, 10 Strike Community Church, Box 67, 10 Strike, Minnesota, 56683, or give online at our website, 10strikechurch.com. For us that are here, we have boxes in the back that we place our tithes and offerings. And Lord, we just thank you that we have this opportunity because we know it's a sign of our trust, our obedience to you as we give of our finances to you, Lord. We just thank you that you, in turn, Lord, you supply all our need according to your riches and glory. By Christ Jesus, you so are you're so faithful in your help and your supply for our needs that we have in this life, and we're thankful. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, last week we started. This is part two, really, of of, uh, of a teaching, and as we call it. For a title, we could say, Our Guiding Light. And uh, we have the living lamp. The Lord gave Joyce just a, one of those light bulb things or a revelation of the living lamp of the Holy Spirit who's within us. And um, But we also have the Word of God, which is a, a, a lamp. And uh, the guiding light for 2022, that guidance, that empowering that life-filled light of the Holy Spirit. And they do bring, they bring the Spirit and the Word, they bring illumination and revelation concerning each step of this upcoming year. Each daily step, but then the larger steps, weekly, monthly, you know, all the way through the year. The Holy Spirit does that. And uh, Joyce is going to Start out here, right? I'm sharing a few yes. scriptures. And I've got some. I need more room. Okay. So and push I it that well, way. To make sure I didn't push this off of here. I gotta. Yeah. And so this is my observation. Um, we're doing this together, <laughs> but this is what Steve's notes always look like. You see how neat? There's pages of them. 
All right. Well, this one's not bad. <laughs> this is the second of my pages. The third one got too much water sprinkled on it in the bathroom when I was washing my hands. And these literally start to curl. They were wet. But anyway, we do things differently. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and um, he's asked me just to continue sharing last week based on that scripture, Proverbs 20, 27. I began to think back in just my personal life before I ever married Steve. And so it turned out last week I began to share it, somewhat of a personal testimony and we didn't get done. I knew we wouldn't get done. But um, I'm gonna continue that. But in the meantime, this past Monday, I had grandma's gleanings, a devotional his mother wrote. Um, open, and the very first verse was Psalm 18, verse 28. She was quoting it from the personalized promise Bible. And it says, the Lord keeps the fire burning within me and turns all my darkness to light. It's exactly what we shared this Sunday before. So, uh, New King James, you will light my lamp. The Lord God will enlighten my darkness. Amen. Now I go to a, my messy page. Um, Passion Bible. God, all at once you turned on a floodlight for me. You are the revelation light in my darkness. And in your brightness, I can see the path ahead. I thought of yesterday with Linnea Coffin's part in the play where she actually said actually a lot so you could say in your brightness <laughs> I actually that? can see the path ahead <laughs> she's such a good actress and amplified for you Lord cause my lamp to be lighted and to shine the Lord my God illumines my darkness and so this is what he put in my heart this past Monday share some of the darkness that you encountered in the times before you um, married Steve. And I thought, well, that doesn't sound very encouraging, but I kept getting confirmations on that. And today, some of those songs that Dane picked, I've never heard them before, but it was just like it was ditto to what's in my notes. So thanks for being led by the Spirit, Dane. Um, one thing that stands out to me is, yes, he's our living lamp. Yes, he gives us the living word. Every day we have to choose what to do with that. And um, so glad he gives us that choice. When I was in my younger years, um, ended up going to three different colleges. Um, through that time, I know, I prayed. That's how that living lamp illumined me. That's what get, we get to do. We get to pray, whether it's in the spirit, with the spirit, in our understanding, with our understanding. Um, 1 Corinthians 14, 15, but we get to choose and so part of my testimony is by the grace of God, he helped me to make the right choices at the right time. And I, I know you all have that same testimony. This is what we're gonna do today. Thank you, Holy Spirit, you lead and guide us. I read in Gems this past week, it's my little flip calendar by Rick Renner. He said we should constantly hit the rewind button in our minds and replay the times that God has been faithful to us in the past. And when I read that, it was like, oh yeah, I'll share about some of those dark times, but it's because of what God did, how he brought me through them. So he says, 
Replay those times from your past that God has been faithful to you, delivering you, healing you, Julie, healing you, rescuing you, helping you time and time again. So we thank you for that. So continuing from last week, uh, with no financial support from my folks, they were farmers, they told me from the get-go, we don't have one penny to put towards your college education, but boy, they gave me strong, loving support. So I endured working at Campbell's Soup Factory a couple of summers ago, it's not good. I won't even describe it. If you know the word eviscerating, that was one of the departments, night shift. But I earned money. So then I went to Dort my first year, then it just began to be, I wanted to be getting art courses, which they didn't have at Dort, transferred to Northwestern. The good thing there is I met my Stephen here. The good thing was there was a Jesus movement going on. It was incredible. Cell groups, I signed up for cell groups, I saw it on the bulletin board, not knowing he was the leader of all them, not knowing that I was gonna be placed in his cell group. That was good, that was very good. <laughs> I like that. Um, he didn't know how much I liked that, and it wasn't until the last month of school that he asked me out on our first date. But this is what happened before that. I think it was the beginning of the second semester in the art department, a visiting professor, I don't know if that's what you call him, was brought into the art department. For the whole year, though. I don't remember him the first part. No. Maybe he was, I don't remember that. But anyway, um, it was not a good situation. I knew it right away. I didn't feel safe around him. He stood too close to us girls. In the, in the art department, it was set off campus. I, just, I felt unsafe. And I knew it was, it was even affecting how I was doing my art projects, because anyway. So I went to the lead art professor and he apologized. He said, and he was such a good man, that one was. But he said, I'm sorry, this man signed a contract for another year or something like that. And he says, he will be here through next year. That was darkness to me. I love that college. I love being close to him, even though he didn't know as much as I knew about that. <laughs> but anyway, it be, that darkness began to work on me. I had such disappointment, because I pictured myself being at that college, graduating from it. But that verse that I just read from the Passion Bible, God, all at once you turned on a floodlight for me. You are the revelation light in my darkness. You become the light in my darkness, and in your brightness I can see the path ahead. The path ahead was to transfer to Calvin College in Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, a bigger college, better art department, and I did that. Now I'm skipping lots of stuff with Steve, maybe some other time he'll share that. Well, we already have. My junior year at Calvin, it was good. It meant all new roommates, whole Grand new Rapids. situation, Grand Rapids, Michigan. I was not used to a huge city. I wasn't used to um, a lot of stuff there. Um, but I loved it. I had so many opportunities, things that I just had not been able to be a part of before, volunteering for things. But the darkness came in that junior year. I became part of a very healthy college-age youth group. The leader of it was a young man. His dad was pastor at one of the big churches there. And he was also a Calvin student. And um, oh, we had such good youth groups. The pastor was so supportive. I so admired him. He was so anointed to preach the word. Um, it just was on Sunday mornings, but he would share with us as a youth group too. 
One Saturday night, we had a youth group meeting. It was on the beach, um, on the lake that's close by there, campfire. And this pastor was sharing with us from Hebrews 6.19. Hope is an anchor of the soul. And I remember just being so edified by it. But the next morning when we went to church, I saw clusters of people just sobbing and crying. And to my shock, everyone's shock, this pastor had run off with a lead pianist during the night, a young mother with four elementary-aged children. And so we were left with disbelief, confusion, hurt, betrayal. One of my dear friends in the youth group experienced a nervous breakdown from it, had to be put in Pine Rest Care Center for a while. When I was visiting her, I remember the revelation came to me. She had placed that pastor too high on a pedestal. And what I discovered in my heart was and this is again from this scripture. The Lord kept the fire. Psalm 1828. He kept his fire burning in me through that. And he turned my darkness into light. I was able to minister, especially to that one, the hope of um, healing. But I remember what happened, the most important lesson for me is it, going back to that same Sunday morning, all the grief, all the shock, at some point, I, it just like, Lord, what do, you, what do you want me to do? So clearly, he said, you pray for them. I knew it was for this pastor, for his wife, for his dear son, but then the other family that was involved. And I took that seriously. In fact, in 2008, Dave and Joan Pomp gave me this Bible for a birthday gift. And by that scripture there, Hebrews 6.19, I have that man's name written. That was 35 years after that incident happened. And now when I see that, I'm praying for the next generations. I'm believing exactly what the, that song was saying. I mean this redeeming. I'm believing for God's work of redeeming came in to that situation. But I believe this morning the Holy Spirit wanted me to encourage you in any single prayer assignment you get. Be faithful to that. Just be faithful to that. Let the working of the word and the working of the spirit and the working of angels take those prayers to make a huge difference. You see, what, what the enemy, and like we mentioned last week, we're not fighting against flesh and blood, ultimately. It's against powers and principalities That's of the right. unseen realm. No matter what situations you or I, or That's right. again, we mentioned you watching online, the things that we're dealing with, they go back into the spirit realm. And that's why prayer is such a big deal. But see, what the enemy was trying to do was get you off of the course exactly. that, he, that God had set for you mm -hmm. because of disappointments of other people in your life, people you had look, really looked up to. And I know you've mentioned him before. That, I mean, through our marriage, I've heard you share about how much he was very dynamic, you know, very dynamic Christian. And then this happened. And the thing is, when that happens in our life, to keep our eyes fixed on That's Jesus. Right. No right. matter what man or woman disappoints us mm -hmm. or whatever it might be, 
Keep your eyes fixed on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. We get to choose that. The the phrase, in darkness, we've been exposed to it in a major heightened level in these last years. We have, we have, we, we all have, our children have. But the, what, it's so wonderful. He's saying we can keep the fire burning in him. He can continue to be our lamp in the midst of that darkness. And there's times he can even use that darkness as a stepping stone on your path. Building blocks. Yeah, leading you to that right place at the right time. Were you going to share this scripture? I did twice already. You did already? Can I read it again? (laughs) I'm going to share it again in a minute. Oh, okay. But you go ahead. Well, it just so fits here. He wasn't listening to me, women. (laughs) Shows it right there. I must confess. (laughs) I must confess I wasn't. another subject for another I day. Could have the ex- I could have the excuse I was listening to him, you know, <laughs> for what I'm supposed to say next, but... Go for it, honey. We were having that discussion the other day, how... Oh, yeah. Well, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of that, like that thing, men are from Venus and women from, women from Mars, or, or is it the other way around? Other way around. Other way around. <laughs> okay, whatever. But there definitely are times when she tells me things that I did not, it didn't click, you know, it didn't click. Some, some of that is, in, is portrayed in the play that we it's have this afternoon. Oh, I kept jabbing Steve during those parts. <laughs> so I need to insert here, one of the best Christmas gifts his sons gave him for Christmas were these whopping big ear things. What do you... Well, they're Wi-Fi over-the-ear yes. headphones. He needed them because this is what was... In, he was doing just these little... Earbuds. Earbuds. And I'd tell him something, not realizing this ear was free, but this ear had an earbud on it. And he, when he does... He has loud volume. He plays things louder. He didn't know what I just said to him, but... He'd have an excuse later. But anyway, I didn't like it. But now it's obvious. I see him and I'll go. And then he takes it off. Yeah. So it's helping. <laughs> so after, even after 46 years, where we're still <laughs> learning things. We're oh, still yeah. working on things. And, yeah. And we're growing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In our relationship. (laughs) But anything, anyway, the thing that the scripture that you've already heard, but I believe you're supposed to hear it again, is that follows right through here Psalm 1828, personalized promise Bible. I remember you mentioning (laughs) something about that now that I see. But (laughs) the Lord keeps the fire burning within me, even through the dark times, like Joyce was just talking about. Yes. The Lord keeps the fire burning within me. He turns all my darkness to light. And sometimes we can go through very dark valleys. Don't lose heart. Don't despair. Don't get into fear. The Lord is faithful. I think of that scripture, fear not, my child. For I am with you. Don't be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. And then the next, well, this is the same verse in New King James for the Lord. I read this once already. Yeah, right. For you will light my lamp. The Lord, my God, will enlighten my darkness. And you already read this one too. Yeah, it's, I read all of it's them. It's so good. I We're read that to... one twice too. <laughs> I'm going to read it. God, all at once, you turned on the floodlight for me. You are the revel. Listen to this. You're the. <laughs> they did already. Even though I didn't. Okay. 
You are the revelation light in my darkness. In, in your brightness, I can see the path ahead. And that's what happened with Joyce. She did. She continued on the path. Even though the darkness was there, she continued on the path, the path of light. Yeah. Thank and the it, Lord. Yeah. And it did, it did eventually lead us together, too. Yeah, we're not ready for that yeah, yet. Yeah, right, okay, I'll let okay. you take back over. So anyway, thanks for reading those scriptures. I won't need to read them after I share this. My senior year, loving school, just loving it. Um, got to do the student teaching, high school level, tremendous teacher that I was under. It was a segregated, large school, and I was in the art department. Um, my elementary experience, elementary school student teaching was not good. My supervising teacher, I experienced great sexual harassment um, from the get-go, from the very first meeting. And um, not going to go into detail, I ended up having to talk to my college supervisor about it. and. Um, if he had given me a D for it. He'd never been in the classroom with me. He was supposed to be my supervising teacher, but because I didn't want to join his wild parties on weekends, he chose to just do that to me. My supervisor at college understood, and I just asked that no woman ever be placed under that teacher's supervision again. But it was a dark time for me. I, again, disappointed, just disappointed. Um, and then I had one other, other thing. Um, when I graduated from college, I had an opportunity to work at Breton Village Art Gallery for a year. It was awesome. Instead of going right into teaching, loved it, loved it, loved it. But I had a dark thing happened. I remember sharing this, I think, one time for sure before. Um, the glass shelves were way up high in this art gallery with a yadro, Spanish porcelain pieces worth lots and lots of money. The owner of this store would go to Europe and purchase original pieces and bring them back. I was at the top of the ladder with my little feather duster, and I fainted big time. I blacked out, fell down, taking with me all this, the shelves, the contents of the shelves, broken, lots of broken glass. It was darkness for me because I was so enjoying that whole experience. And that's where I first disappointment, but then fear. If I blacked out once, well, you know, it's like, do I, what do I, do I dare climb a ladder again? Do I dare drive? What, what is this? So I, the darkness was what happened. Turned out, she says, you really did me a favor, her insurance company came through big time for her. <laughs> so, um, but for me, it was the thing of dealing with fear going on, going on since then. And um, I can say that the Lord has been faithful. I won't reread those scriptures again, but it's where all of us are. We'll have something, and it, it may be a physical Thing. It may be a physical symptom. It may be something in your life where it's like, oh no, is this going to happen again? Is this going to is this going to keep happening? No one can make that choice for us except me, you. We have to make our own choice concerning those things, and we're able to. We're able to, by his word and his spirit, by prayer. So I love that. So you can talk and, and, now. And we realize that the light, thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we realize that the light or the truth comes from where? 
Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The word of God brings light where darkness tries to encroach. Like it tried to a choice there when she had fallen and darkness, you know, these dark thoughts like, I can never know that I'm not just going to black out no matter what I'm doing or wherever I'm going. Well, I had that a year and a half ago when I was sitting right here. And uh, it was right when, it was when we could, we were at that point where the, what was the mandate? Ten people could come together here um, and for, for services at that time. And it happened earlier for a moment we were having Doug was going to show you something up on the screen uh, from our website and it was like all of a sudden my mind was separated from my body or something and, and connect, disconnected from my tongue and I couldn't I, I told Joyce I'm not going to be able to do this but then all of a sudden it was okay again but then we got it got started and we got into the message together and it was the same thing it was it was like that and then it went away for it was there for a few seconds but then the next thing i knew my head was i felt my head head hit this and i popped up and then i came over here i know tim and kathy were here dan and chris prayed with me, uh, Diana was here, I think, and uh, Pastor Dean, and, and uh, Joyce continued on. <laughs> she stayed up here. You know, I just, and then fear really tried to grip me, and some of you know that I've dealt with that in my life in the past. Spirit of fear, I know what that is. If any of you have dealt with spirit of fear, I can identify with you. But I can also say that through Jesus Christ the chains of bondage come off. They're cut off. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I'm free. And and this thing happened. Okay, this happened a year and a half ago. And, you know, Pastor Dean said, I believe it's spiritual warfare. And we need to pray for our leaders. We need to pray for people that are in leadership positions, I think of Paul and Marilee this morning. Because Pastor Dean was saying, the enemy will attack you. He'll try to attack you in areas of weakness. You know, because I, I said that, you know, what's going on? And some of you got me cookies to eat because you thought I was maybe low on blood sugar or something. But, uh, but then I remember the next day, Joyce finished out the service and the next day, that Monday, I said, Lord, I need, I need a scripture. I just need your word because there was darkness trying to come over me like a cloud just to envelop me. You're never going to be up there again. You can never go up there again because you get up there, you're going to faint or whatever. That's maybe what I was just fainting, I don't know for sure. But um, the Lord gave me a scripture. I am kept through the power of God. First, what is it? First Peter 1, 5 maybe. Might be Second Peter. And I stood on that. And the next Sunday, I got up here. I got up here because the, the lamp, the light of the word enlightened that darkness and it it pierced the darkness that was trying to overtake me thank you Lord um yeah so I would encourage you in things and areas where the Lord has called you he's given you a path Mm -hmm. he's shown you what to do Mm. but the enemy comes in Sometimes it seems like a flood, but really it's so, when we look to the Lord, it's like a flood. He raises up a standard against the enemy for us on our behalf. And we need the prayers of the people. We need to pray for each other. There's great power in that. 
Because like we said, it's not, the source of it isn't in the natural realm, it's in the spirit realm. We're not, Ephesians 6.12, we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities of the unseen realm. We need to remember that. You need to remember it. You need to remember it, watching online. Whatever that is you're dealing with today, that path that God has given to you, you stay on there. You stay on it. And you stay in the Word. Yes. It'll lighten the path. It'll lighten your steps and the pathway ahead. Oftentimes there will be those that when we are on a pathway, they'll try to discourage us. They'll be naysayers, like Sanballat and Tobiah were to Nehemiah. Was it Nehemiah? You know, they tried to discourage him from building the wall. Well, let me tell you, if you're on a pathway that God has given to you, there will be those that try to discourage you from continuing on that pathway. There's a scripture here in Psalm 31, and this one won't be on the screen. I just received it here. That's what I was doing when I wasn't listening to you. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Okay. But this is, if you have your phones or Bibles, um, Psalm 31, starting at verse 13. It says, For I hear, this is what David spoke, but I'll tell you, we can identify. For I hear the slander of many. Fear is on every side. See the darkness trying to encroach. While they take counsel together against me, they scheme to take away my life. But as for me, I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hands. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. Make your face to shine. There is that living lamp. Shine. Your face to shine. That's, that's showing in the presence of the Lord. Getting in the presence before him. When we do that, he makes his, his face shines upon your servant. Save me for your mercy's sake. His love. Do not let me be ashamed, O Lord, for I have called upon you. Let the wicked be ashamed. Let them be silent in the grave. Let the lying lips be put to silence, which speak insolent things, proudly and contemptuously against the righteous. Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, you Lord. which you have prepared for those who trust in you in the presence of the sons of men right here on, in this walk that we're walking that pathway that we're walking in the Lord that pathway And then verse 20, you shall hide them, hide me, hide you. Yes. You will hide them in the secret place mm -hmm. of your presence mm -hmm. from the plots of man. You will keep them secretly in the pavilion or the shelter from the strife of tongues. And then going down to verse 23. Oh, love the Lord, all you his saints. For the Lord preserves the faithful and fully repays the proud person. Be of good courage and he will strengthen your heart. All you who hope in the Lord. That hope, it's confident expectation of good things. 
And that's what we have in the Lord. And let's stay in this word and keep yes. getting the light that dispels the darkness yes. that tries to come against us. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Thank Jesus. You, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, as soon as, as, as Marilee texted me that, and Paul and Marilee are like family, they're part of our family. It's kind of like we sent them forth a number of years ago from here. And uh, as soon as Marilee texted that she thought maybe they could would be able to be here this morning, right away I had that thought I could just see us having you come up here somewhere and just laying hands on you and praying for you. Maybe I'll ask if you have any specific requests or anything. Uh, and I believe, did you have anything else before we would do that? So live Pray. stream or not? Yeah. Live stream. I think so. That's okay, right? Yeah. We do our, those on our mission to the Middle East are back on this soil. I'm not sure if they're back home they're yet. They're traveling here now. Yeah, they're traveling now. Okay. So we just to let you know that, but keep praying for them yes. too. But Paul and Marilee, and we'll have the Modris come up here too. But if there are others that want to come, you just come up. We'll have you stand like right over here. Why don't you all stand up, and we'll we'll just come right right here. Let's let's go right here, Paul. Yeah. Okay. We could have you sit there. <clears throat> Let's kind of point it that direction. Where, where's the microphone there? Yes, I do. Have oil will travel. I always have it right there. Okay. So, yeah, maybe before, maybe before you sit, why don't you just share where you're at, what what you're doing, and yeah. and then we're gonna join together. Well, for those that don't know it, uh, I've been the leader of the Senate for the last five years, and I stepped down, and I'm running for governor. So that's what's going on. Uh, Marilee and I are from this church. Uh, we were here from roughly 90 to 96. Uh, had, it was the privilege to be an elder here, and uh, just it's just an amazing place. So it still feels like home, Steve. So uh, really the prayer is um, listening to the Lord all, way th all, all the way through that. Uh, for Marilee and I, it's... Uh, Obviously, there's uh, all kinds of pressure and people that don't want you to succeed, and we just want to do what the Lord has for us yeah, here. I mean, right. obviously, we were stepping into it to win, but more than anything, to give Him glory. Yeah, so. right. You know, that psalm you just read is just perfect, because I just picture we need to stay in Psalm 91. We abide in His secret place. Yeah. And, you know, we try to, like, make people talk right about us or say the right things. And I want to, sometimes I'm like, he did not do that. You know, he didn't say this. And, you know, I'm a fighter. So it's kind of like, I, and the Lord's like, no, it's not by your mind or your mouth or your will. It's by my spirit. It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. And, you know, we're frail human beings. You know, I think, you know, sometimes I'm like, I, being a woman, I tend to have low iron. And sometimes he's an iron man. He's up there. I think he's been speaking 200 times. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, but, you know, we just need prayer. We want to do what the Lord's wanting us to do. And, and that's to bring his kingdom. And, you know, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy to Minnesota. It is hope. And all of us have had hope deferred, right? When hope had deferred, the heart's sick. And there's the pulse beat of Minnesota mm -hmm. and the nation. The heart's sick. And where is our hope found but in Jesus? And our nation's been founded under God, right? And, yeah. and that's our heart. We want, we want Jesus to be Lord over the nation, over our lives, just like you all. And we're not perfect. That's why Jesus came. You know, and so our heart when we came in, like they, he is right. They, they, you guys prayed over us. I, re, I've been reflecting on that. You know, saddle up your horses. God's amazing grace into the wild blue lawn, yonder. You know, where we don't know where we're going, and we had no idea we were going to end up in government. You know, I thought the mission field was like, you know, England or 
or Ireland or somewhere else other than politics? Maybe? Does anybody watch news? Who wants to be in politics? Yeah! Oh, Lord <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a bloodbath out there. The target, everybody can tell, speak nice about everybody, but not politicians. Oh my gosh, Jesus, you know, and I'm talking Democrat, Republican, give it a break and speak the life of God over your leaders, mm -hmm. please. Yes. Democrat, Republican, yeah. they're only trying to do their best. You know, there's all kinds of perspectives, you know, and you know, ours is, we're really trying to hear the Lord, we're trying to love people well. And that's what my husband's done for the past six years when he or, passed, he's been in the Senate, He's been, we've been in ministry, we've been in um, insurance, and I'm an artist, and no wonder we got along so well. Anyway, and oh, what's my point? I remember him five years ago as he became majority leader. And he spoke to the Senate, you guys, we're going to create a culture of honor. It is enough a name calling. You can disagree with whether it's Governor Dayton or Governor Walsh, but do not degrade the man. Oh, yeah. You know, you don't do oh, that true. to people. True. People are human. No, we don't agree with yeah. them, and no, yeah. we don't agree with their agendas. They're trying their best through their perspective. You know, mm. we have a different one, you know, that love people well. And that's what I appreciate about you, Paul. You've loved our family well. We've been married 40 years. You've loved me well. We've grown together. Yeah, he doesn't always listen either. Anyway, <laughs> mm. but... But we love Jesus, and we love each other, and we love our family. And just thank you so much for praying for us and, yeah, and for government. Let's give yes. it a break and speak hope. Speak yes. hope in life. Declare the kingdom of God. Pray over, pray over Governor Walz. Yeah, yes. he's our governor. Do we like some of his, not a lot of his choices. Pray over leaders. Yeah. Okay? Amen. 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 So I tell you what, let's move these out just a little more. And I'd like as many as can to gather around here, okay? I'm not sure just how we'll do it, but we'll figure something out. So as many of you as can, or feel free to anyway, just come up here. Dan, I'm going to ask you to start out praying here. And we have a mic that we can pass around too. So... Hallelujah. I just, I just felt, um, number one, that we should anoint these two. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I know pastors, he's carrying Today oil with him. So okay, if you can go ahead and start with that, we'll, we'll anoint these. This couple. I'll tell you what, Dan. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and you're up in front there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the name of the Father, and the name of the Son, and the Holy Ghost. In the name of the Father, and the name of the Son, and the name of the Holy Ghost. Lord, we just anoint this couple before you today. We thank you, Father, for the gifts that you've given them. We thank you, Lord, for their obedience to your word, Lord. We lift them up to you, Lord, as a congregation, as fellow brothers and sisters in the Lord. And we ask, Lord, that you lead and guide them. We ask, Lord, that you give them the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding that they need. And, Lord, we continue to ask for your provision, Father God, for their lives, for their family. And, Lord, um, we thank you that you've prepared them for a time such as this. Lord. We just thank you and we give you glory and honor and praise, Father, yes. for what you're doing, not only in this state, Lord, but in this country. Lord, sometimes it seems there's a darkness, like we heard today, Father, but we know that you are the light. And we just ask for that light inside these two, this couple, that it would shine forth for your glory, Lord. We thank you that each one of us can come behind this couple and lift them up in support, in prayer, and thanksgiving, Lord, that you have brought these two yes. to this time, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We pray that that anointing would flow. Yes. 
And we pray that they run the race with that perseverance. And that they keep their eyes fixed upon you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. We thank you for the strength. Yeah, yeah, strength, physical. Yes, Lord. They need that strength. And we thank you for that right now. And we thank you for the peace also, Lord. That passes all understanding. That when times seem to be dark, Lord, that they can rest in you. Rest in that peace and be assured, Lord, that you are preparing the way. And that's what we do right now. We prepare the way for them, Lord. Yes, we do. Thank you. Prepare. Thank you, Lord, that you prepared the way. That you go ahead. Provision. That you make that path straight. Yes. Right now, we ask for that in Jesus' name. And we worship you and thank you and we praise you, Father. And we look for a mighty move. Yes. We look for that, Lord, in hope and anticipation and rejoicing, Lord. Right now, we thank you. Praise you, Jesus. In your name we ask and pray these things. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the family of God, that we are brothers and sisters, and we do sense that with Paul and Marilee, that they're a part of us, we're part of the body of Christ, but we, we sense that here at Ten Strike, Lord, that connection. And Lord, we just, yes, we're in agreement with that prayer from Dan there. And, and Lord, we also thank you for that line of protection, the, blood, the, the line of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ around Paul, around Marilee and around their children and grandchildren. In Jesus' name, Lord, every one of them, the bloodline of the Lord Jesus Christ. We know we pray that daily, some, but together here corporately today, we pray this. Lord, for that covering, that protection, that shelter, that pavilion, that secret place, and may they abide close to you in your presence, Lord, every day. And yeah, when that darkness does try to would try to be a heaviness over them. Lord, we thank you for your word and that living lamp of your Holy Spirit within them and that joy which is an active force against that darkness and depression that would try to come. So Lord, we thank you for that today. Sholo de Bocosho, Holocosa, Heretita, La Casa, La Casa de Cadieto, Colocosia. Thank you, Lord. We thank you that you bring it forth by your Spirit. It's not by might, it's not by power of the flesh, but it's by my Spirit, says the Lord. And the mountain shall be removed as we speak to them in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't even know that uh, we could even understand what kind of a realm and world that the politics are. So, Father, we just we thank you for them. And, Father, we just place that hedge of protection over them. And, Father, we just pray that in the midst of the ugly and the dark, that they will be a light, that they will be a light, and that people will see that light. And we just thank you for their willingness to walk into this battle, but Father, the battle is yours. It is yours. It is not theirs. They're just walking and will be obedient. And we, Father, as a congregation, just lift them up in the name of Jesus. Watch over them, protect them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Steve told me yesterday you were coming and uh, you had me up at 4.30 this morning. I am. Um, I saw your hands just held out like this. And um, I just, I saw the word ordained. And I just heard the Father say, 
you ordained a king and a priest. You ordained trained for war and you are trained for creativity. I'm going to say it one more time and then I have a scripture and I'm done. You have been ordained. The word ordained means to fill the hands. You've been ordained a king. You've been ordained a priest. You've been ordained and trained for war. You have been ordained for creativity in the name of Jesus. And I did not say anything to Joyce. This is Psalms 18. There's 12 verses. Just listen to this. Yahweh, you are the bedrock beneath my feet, my faith fortress, my wonderful deliverer, my God, my rock, my refuge where none can reach. You, you're around me. The mighty power saves me from on high. All I need to do is call on you, Yahweh, praiseworthy God. When I do, I'm safe and sound in you, delivered from my foes. Whoo! The Lord thundered. The great God spoke with a thunderous voice. Almost God utterly from the sky. The most utterly he uttered his voice. He, he said... Uh, he released his lighted arrows and routed the foes. How then can we run? Can you see the, the fear run and scatter? He rewarded me for doing what is right and staying pure. I will follow his commands. I will not sin by ceasing to follow you no matter what. For I've kept my eyes focused on you. God, all at once you turned the floodlight on me. You gave me a revelation in darkness. And in brightness I can see the path ahead. Yahweh, what a perfect God you are. Yahweh, promised and proven and true what a righteous shelter for all those who turn and hide themselves you've trained me you've trained me for war my arms can bend a bow of bronze your power within me is strong it will subdue the stooping down of gentleness you made me great by the stooping down God loves your brokenness he will reward it and this last verse Yahweh I will praise you I will sing my song so all the nations will hear hallelujah thank you I'll send that to you thank you Jesus whatever song you got there Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above
pathway that you have for us. Your spirit and your word enlightening, bringing illumination, bringing revelation, bringing wisdom, knowing what to do, what to say, and when, for our times are in your hands. In Jesus' name, and everyone in agreement said, Amen. 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 So if, if anyone would like prayer, you can come forward, we'll pray with you, but also remember we have coffee and goodies, and talk to Sarah if you still need to reserve a ticket for the play today. Hallelujah. Wow. 